Welcome to the Comics Experiment, the show that airs live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern at our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash comicstorian. It then goes live to our Patreon, patreon.com slash comicstorian, where for $2, you get early access and unedited versions of our content right over there. We then post it live on the YouTube over at Comicstorian, where you can watch it every Saturday morning. A lot of live stuff happening here. I know I use the, live, the word live way too much. You should be taking shots of water every time I say the word live. And today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, G Fuel. G Fuel is a great energy drink that we all here in the office and enjoy, and it gives you the amazing energy that I'm packing today, even though I am sick and hiding under the table. You can get 30% off right now with a special code using the code COMICS. It's a special deal happening, giving you 30% off of your G Fuel. Honestly, I like the new flavor, the one by PewDiePie, the Lindenberry, Lindenberry, I can't pronounce it, but it's the PewDiePie flavor. It, it is amazing. It's currently in the G Fuel, which I have right here. And with that note, we're going to have a very chill episode today because Benny's not feeling too well. And surprise, I'm really here. <laughs> Hey everyone! Oh, we didn't see you there. Man. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> startled me! Whoa, that was such a surprise. <laughs> Had no idea. I, I was should become a shocked. professional actor. <laughs> Honestly, did you guys really not know that I was down there? I no, forgot. I had no idea. I wasn't listening anymore. I was like, <laughs> I thought you were talking upstairs and I just heard you through the. I mean, ceiling. that's possible. I am and very yeah. even yeah. sick. I'm super loud. Yes, you are. Yes. Uh, so welcome to the show, guys. Uh, today is going to be a little bit of a chiller episode. Our sponsor today is actually G Fuel. They up their usual 10% deal with us. So if you go right now and use the code COMICS, you can get 30% off. That goes until, I believe, the 29th. Anything past that will be 10% off. So if you want to support the show, please, 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 please go support our sponsors. Now. Yes. Make sure you get it early so you can stay super energized for Halloween. From under the table. From under the table. <laughs> under the table. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, today's gonna be a little bit of a chiller episode. Yes. We don't have any big sponsors. We don't have any big topics. It, I. But you know, Andy, what's happening next week that you are weirdly excited about and bought a life size Pennywise for? Halloween. <laughs> I love Halloween. I really do. Why do you love Halloween so much? I don't yes, know, honestly. You would think I wouldn't because I hate children. But because uh, as kids, you didn't yeah, like any yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah. I never saw you liking holidays. I, I loved Halloween and I love Christmas and my birthday, which should be a holiday. And he's <laughs> like, uh, candies, gifts, and gifts. Yeah, like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't feel like we were ever actually brothers. No, I just remember you hiding in your room with your cat. It's because you were really loud. I mean, I, I, I was almost like Banshee, the X-Men. It's like now I stay at my hide at my house. I don't have a cat because I also hate pets. But um, <laughs> uh, no, I love Halloween. Uh, I like dressing up. I like uh, decorating my house. I like, yeah, I like it all. Do you? I, yes. Okay. Dan, do you like Halloween? <laughs> I mean, it sounded like I was lying about it. Yeah. Are you sure, Andy? Dan, don't do you, you like a those? long Halloween? Ah, it's a comic book. <laughs> Get it? Because we're on a comic book. Uh, today we're going to go through, we haven't done one of these in a while, where I pull up a list from my, uh, another website, Ugh. and we go through and just judge if it's the scariest. Now, I want yes. to, before we start this list, okay. today we're going to go over the scariest ever Batman comics by what culture? All right. Before, scariest Batman. Batman. I figured, okay. we, I figured we had to make okay. it a little more centric, because if we okay. did scariest comics, it's way too open-ended. Just open in general, general, I got you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, are you okay, Dan? Yeah, okay, yeah. Dan doesn't like scary stuff. No. He's already scared. Yeah. 
I know, seriously. <laughs> uh, okay, what's Andy, on the list? what would you consider the scariest Batman story before we get into the list? I want to know what your opinion on that is. The scariest Batman. When he finds out he has a son. Ooh. <laughs> Parenthood. That <laughs> uh, is a terrifying story. Me, yeah. Essentially, honestly, <laughs> if I'm being 100% honest. Uh, scariest Batman story. I cannot think of the title of it, the actual name of the arc. It was from uh, Legends of the Dark Knight. Okay. Uh, I want to say during the 90s. could be wrong. I think it was written by Grant Morrison. That would probably make it crazier than it needs um, to be. And it was a, it was a, it was a simple, uh, like more of a detective story, but it had a lot to do with like an evil spirit that was haunting Gotham. And Batman ended up going to like uh, an old church where it was supposedly haunted and things like that. I would say that was probably a pretty scary story. But I, other than that, I can't really think of a whole lot of horror Batman comics. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some. Yeah. You got anything, dude? The only one I can think of might actually be Long Halloween. That's the one where... But that where, wasn't really scary. It wasn't horror. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm well, thinking... Well, which no, one Long am I Halloween thinking wasn't, of? Uh, there was another one. It was almost like um, the, nightmare, uh, the Night Before Christmas. Not Nightmare. What's the one with the Ebony? Our Twitch food? chat. First off, I want to thank Donnie for your generosity right there. But they are stating something you'll enjoy, Andy. Multiple Tom people. King's Run. Most, okay. <laughs> yes. most, a lot of people are saying Tom Scariest. King's Run just because yeah. they know me. Hey, um, uh, there was a there was a Batman comic. It was also a Halloween comic. It was based around the uh, Ebenezer, the idea of Ebenezer Scrooge mm -hmm. and the Christmas Carol. Yeah, but it was Halloween. It was Batman. And now I can't remember the name of it. I'm that thinking no, of the Batman one Noel. No, no, not no. that one. That's a different one. That's that is similar a similar idea. <laughs> uh, but that was actually set around Christmas. This in the comic is set at Halloween. Oh, okay. All Which right. is the one um, where he's a vampire and see, they have to escape Red Rain. across. Red Rain and there's yeah. three of those. I think that's the one I'm thinking. I don't of. consider that... I guess that's just a gruesome comic more than anything. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm having trouble just thinking everyone of horror in front of yeah. versus... I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. The thing Let's is, see the list. The, yes. Well, the thing is with DC Comics, they do a lot of fun horror stories. So... One of my particular favorite horror stories, and I'm going to cheat since I'm the host, and it's not a Batman-centric one. Son of a bitch. Bullshit. Last year, a DC's Halloween thing, they basically told the story of Brightburn before Brightburn became oh, a yes. thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Didn't Do they come out with that again this year? The Halloween issue? The Halloween issue? Yeah, we didn't have us read it yet. Oh, uh, okay. But oh, they don't really do a really good job with these horror stories. Yeah. I was um, going to say, I don't remember reading don't a Halloween remember. one yet. Yeah, no, la no, it was it's two either, years ago because last year was that nuclear apocalypse one. Yes. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I don't remember reading a Halloween last year, but the nuclear winter. Oh, yeah, oh, that might have, yeah, it might have been a weird one they put in between things. Either way, they've always done a really good job at these kinds of things. Um, and since today's episode of our show, which I don't think I introduced what the comics experiment is for anybody who may be new listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, whatever, but this show we do come together every week and we just talk about comic book stuff, be it a theory, a discussion, or a fun list that we'd like to go through. Mm -hmm. And today is going to be looking at this. So looking at the list, now to see what they are because um, I get the cheek because I'm the host <laughs> Haunted Night it's a click hey you got to make sure the people are aware that it's a night and not a night got to be clarify with your nights plus I love every story with Batman always they try to fit night in when it should be night but they try to use night instead of night it's very clever did you bring the grammar Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> I actually stopped listening right, to him. <laughs> it was Hunt almost as if Ben was introing the show. Uh, this collection of three Halloween-themed scary stories makes for an excellent style. Re it makes for excellent. I can't, what is that word, Andy? Parmanitou? Sure. 
<laughs> I thought you pulled, pointed at collection, and I was, like, I was like, how do you collection? Know? <laughs> Style reading in the classic horror tradition. Three years worth of one-shots from the celebrated Legends of the Dark Knight line. Each one puts Batman through the ringer in a very different manner. We have appearances by Scarecrow, Mad Hatter, and the Penguin as fiends responsible. The aptly named Fears, the best and the scariest of the three, puts Batman against Scarecrow and his fear gas, almost dying of terror in a poisoned maze. Meanwhile, Madness sees Commissioner Gordon's daughter, Barbara, pre-Batgirl, kidnapped by the Mad Hatter, giving, giving one of the less-seen Batman villains his moment at the tea table. Finally, the most interesting of the stories is a fun play on the Christmas Carol swapping out Christmas for Halloween oh. and the spirits for Poison Ivy and the Joker. That's the one I was thinking of. Written yes. by Jeff Loeb yes. and illustrated by Tim Sale, these dark and creepy stories proved so popular they led the long Halloween Batman. They led to the long Halloween Batman's epic slasher movie. Yes, mm. I was going to say because Long Halloween was uh, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. You know, and yeah. that actually because we we were saying I don't consider Long Halloween a horror movie, but yeah, it was. It was a slasher. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was like a serial killer, and the idea, it was, I think it was supposed to take place over a year. Yeah, the, the long idea. Halloween yeah, was, yeah, it started yeah. on Halloween, and it ended and in the following year. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, which leads us to the number nine, and we can discuss more things between these, but number nine right. is the long Halloween. Which is a fantastic story. It is. We've had it, it really on the channel good. before, yeah, actually. I'm um, having trouble pick. I'm usually good if I can like see a page of like the sure, panels yeah, to yeah, kind of... Yeah, because yeah. usually it's actually the art that reminds me of what story it actually is, and so just seeing these covers, I... It doesn't My do it head's for you. trying yeah. to figure out which. Trying to remember which, which one it is. Yeah. Uh, although not as outright scary, but thoroughly spooky, the long Halloween seasonal setting makes it vital reading in, in the Sam Hain period. Inspired by the short That's story Halloween, is it? Sam Hain was a mythical pagan god. Was he? One of the things that one of the original Halloween traditions. You Explain know that I'm, to me, please. Seriously. Or write a script for our other channel, Tales of Earth. Well, you can do that, but you can also tell us. Uh, I don't remember the full... I just know that it is one of the Halloween traditions. Um, I, I could not tell you the actual basis for it off the top of my head. Okay. I just... I don't... I know the name. Fine. Thanks. Anyway... Inspired by the short stories of Haunted Night, this twisted, turning slasher story employs almost every person in the major rogues gallery depicting the violent corruption of Harvey Dent. The, bat, the Bat's detective skills are put to excellent use as he attempts to track down the holiday-themed serial killer offering his victims during holiday periods offing his victims during holiday periods throughout the year. Not only does the story put Calendar Man back on the map, marking him as no longer a goofy joke, Man, but it also far. <laughs> but it also sees the turning of Two-Face and has notable roles for the likes of Poison Ivy, Scarecrow, Riddler, and the Joker. Once again, Tim Sale's atmospheric artwork is put to good use, a dark and foreboding Gotham City, genuinely chilling villains, and a version of Calendar Man who isn't totally ridiculous. Now that is scary. That far. So, okay, let's talk about that. Why is Calendar Man ridiculous? You, you know his, his name, right? His and his are based around everything. days of the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like you can tell when he's going to show up. Uh, I will say, this, I mean, <laughs> I this story makes him less goofy than usual. It's almost as like a Silence of the Lambs kind of thing because he is in prison and Batman mm -hmm. goes and talks to him kind of deal. Uh, but he's still a goofy character. <laughs> Sorry. He is. The only time I've ever thought of him as not a goofy character was when he was speeding up time and like re being reborn every spring and he kept speeding up time. I think that's that, that, isn't it? Is no, that this one? I don't think so. I think that's this one. Which, it might be this which one. Which story is the calendar man? Because there, there's one where like a bunch of stuff's happening and he keeps getting very, very mm -hmm. old and then spring, he's reborn and he's a That would be more terrifying. Again. I'll give him that. Yeah, it, it was very 
cool, actually. I think this might have been it. He's portrayed as a Hannibal Lecter offering insight to Batman's search for Holiday, a serial killer. Uh, Dark Victory, he impersonates the monster Carmine Falcone. Dark Victory is a different story. Oh, no, no. Well, you're, yeah, you're, yours is a more recent one, I want to say. Yeah, I was going to say. because I, I think it might have Halloween, been, yeah. He plays like the Hannibal Lecter role. In the books for DC Rebirth, his body ages and rejuvenates according to the seasons. There it is. Yeah. Okay. So okay. That, that would be better. Yeah, yeah that, that, that I thought was... <laughs> I thought also, that was it a makes cool more sense part. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a cool aspect to the character of like, oh, stuff happens on the calendar affects him as a person as opposed to just, ha, 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 it's January 15th. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I liked him in... I mean, I Memorial say, Day! <laughs> I liked him in... I want to say it was either Arkham Knight or Arkham, Assi or Arkham City... Mm -hmm. City's the one where you, where you could go find him in the GCPD, and depending on the day of the year, he would say different things. Yeah, which I thought was cool. And if you, I forget this way to do it, but if you have your birthday in there, he'll celebrate your birthday, which is nice of him. Oh. Nice. <laughs> he <laughs> never forgets anyone's birthday. Okay, so here's He's the question: He's actually the guy behind Facebook. It's like, hey, by the way, it's his birthday. Just so you guys <laughs> know. Oh, so since you? this is more of an off-the-cuff episode, um, wait, what? I don't even have cuffs. <laughs> That's how off-the-cuff it is. And it's pretty off-the-cuff. <laughs> Uh, you consider Calendar Man kind of a joke, right? Other than the rejuvenating, yes. weird, aging one. Sure. Mm -hmm. Who's more of a joke in the Batman's rogue gallery? Quilt Man? Condiment King. Condiment King. Easily. <laughs> he shoots condiments. Or Calendar Man. He shoots condiments at people. <laughs> but what if they were acid condiments? Right, but I'm they're gonna, not. I'm going to put... That's the thing. I've stained your suit. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm going to say, of the three, if I put them in the most horrific sense, I would say Calendar Man is the less, cre less creepy... Uh, Quilt Man would be the most. Because well, he sews people together to make exactly. a quilt. Wait, is that what Quilt Man does? Yes. I've always just thought of him as the crazy quilt guy that. I know he's old, but I thought the latest one was like Scott Snyder used him, and he's just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm pretty sure on. he sews people together to make but, his quilt. Well, see, that's, that's kind of what I was. I was going for the darkest iteration yeah, of all I of them. I don't think Quilt Man would. Crazy Quilt. Would. Uh, Sew the skin of people into his quilt. That's yeah. Condiment King would essentially shoot condiments into people until they exploded from the insides out. As they do. Uh, and then Calendar Man, I can't really think of anything like what, super, super Would creepy. remind you of all your friends and family's okay. birthdays. So there's three versions of Quilt Man. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Crazy Quilt is an unnamed noted painter who leads a double life as a master criminal. He gives he gives as you do. He gives the plans for his crimes to various henchmen through this through through clues left in his paintings. His criminal empire crashes to a halt when one of his henchmen double crosses him. Blinded by a gunshot, he volunteers for an experimental procedure that restores his vision, but is unfortunately left unable to see anything but bright colors. In his second published appearance, the this is combined with a special helmet that emits bright colored lights enabling him to see under most circumstances what that was, was a lot easier to come weird. up with villains in like the 40s <laughs> that was God. the first version uh i could make a way better quilt man right paul decker appeared mine, mine would sew together people yeah why wouldn't you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a fence named paul decker uses the name crazy quilts the title heroes uh, but the title heroes capture him the result of his appearance some resources report that the original cra crazy quilts true identity as decker this includes at least one comic kevin smith penned the widening guy oh they're just okay post-crisis his history remains the same um, he's permanently blinded, obsessed with the young adversary. He takes, he becomes one of the few bat villains to hate Robin more than the mentor, because Robin made him blind. He goes to get revenge on Grayson, mistakenly taking out his aggression on Jason Todd. Poor Jason Todd. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Who is a new role Sorry, at the time. So Todd guns. is nearly beaten to death. 
before he's beaten to death. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't that one time. How many times did he get almost beaten to death before it's he got beaten to, to death? Uh, I'm trying yeah. to go. Okay, so in the more recent one, in the New 52. Geez, all these creepy versions you guys are remembering from the New 52. Yeah. He's I mean, New 52 was when I started reading. So he's a sense. member of the Doctor's Three. I don't even remember that being a thing. But Doctor Death, Hugo Strange, and Crazy Quilt. Decker ca calls out claiming that... <laughs> what? I just... <laughs> It's like, ah, oh, we are the Doctor's three. This is Doctor Death. He's like, ah, this is Hugo Strange. Whoa, this is crazy quilt. Uh, this are is the one. Sure I, he's a doctor this is the one that I remember. This is the one where he uh, he call he calls out claiming that the Joker has given him the opportunity to become one of the Dionysium men as well, and gleefully injects himself with the syringe despite Batman's warnings. Mm. Almost immediately, the, his tissue begins to decay and rot from his body, and he drops in the window into See, the waiting crowd, infecting who tear who tear what remains of him to pieces. And that's where you could make a cool one where all of his skin melts off, so he has to sew everyone else's skins together to make a quilt that he wears. And they call I think him you're both thinking Silence of the Lambs quilt. again. Because isn't that what the, the uh, Buffalo Bill was these? doing? Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Wasn't a quilt? He was just making a woman body, like a robe yeah. or something. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I thought we were making all of these like a lot creepier. This is the creepy <laughs> story. Is that what we're doing today? We're just making villains creepier. Make the penguin scary. <laughs> Make the I, penguin scary. I like creepy okay. story, and that was good. <laughs> all right, hit me. How to make the creepy penguin, penguin. creepy, creepy it's penguin. It's just a penguin covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this what we're doing today? We're just making, actual making Batman's villains creepy? No, no, I was on. thinking actually the penguin just surgically implanted a, an actual, an actual penguin. penguin beak yeah, sure. to his face. Oh, what does that remind me of, weirdly enough? Oh, Tusk, where they surgically turned a man into a walrus. This is a weird episode. <laughs> That just makes Didn't we have a point? South I think Park we had a point. So anyway, uh, eight on this so. list is Mask. Um, Bruce Wayne wakes up in a hospital bed, bearded and unmasked and unwashed, trapped in the psychiatric ward of the Gotham Hospital. He learns that his Batman identity is nothing more than the delusions of a homeless alcoholic, of which the doctors have been trying to cure him for years. It's like Buffy's normal again, except with Batman. Literalizing the old Batman is crazy as the criminals he fights theory, Mask is one of the best short stories from the Legend of the Dark Knight line. Weaponizing his demons against him, illustrated by the unusual realism of Brian Talbot, uh, it leaves the audience questioning whether this might might all be an Elseworlds nightmare. Thankfully, it effect, thankfully for the detective, it isn't the case, and Batman's apparent delusion is revealed to be but the trickery of a pair of villainous conmen. Admittedly, the resolution is a disappointment, but it's all about the journey, not the destination. And in this case, the journey is Bruce Wayne falling off a building while dressed in the bat suit made of trash bags. <laughs> it's not about capturing the villains. It's about making friends along the way. They've done that story a few times in Batman comics where it's oh, like, yeah. it might be a dream. I they actually, just did it. I was going to say, night, yeah. yeah. Last night on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did like the animated series where he had been uh, kidnapped by, I think it was Scarecrow. Yeah, it was I no, no. It was Mad Hatter, Mad Hatter. I mean, like, they literally did like it in a real. It was like a reality yeah, think, where it yeah. made him think that they Batman did it with the separate, the yeah. Black Flower, Black Delilah. What was that? The black Lotus Dahlia. Dahlia. No, there's a, there's the, the there's black the alias plant that you black can put on your chest. Black. Oh but, yeah, the Black. And it gave Lotus. him like the perfect yeah, world. Yeah. 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 Um, and they also did it. They they do that story a lot though. Where they it's do. just like Batman's not real. One of my favorite stories is the one where he's not real and Alfred's and his acting troupe. Is no, actually yes. all the villains, yeah, 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 yeah. and they're just trying to make him feel good about the loss of his family by allowing him to be helps. Batman. Black Mercy was the name of the flower. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
All right. Oh, that's right. Black Lotus is the Magic the Gathering card that's worth a lot of money. Sure. I had one. <laughs> I didn't. No, I really did. Back when I collected Magic cards. I know. I that doesn't surprise me and that you probably... Oh, were, totally. Just like I got thrown away with all I'm my Magic sure cards. Because I'm pretty sure it's worth like a couple thousand. It, like no, well, a lot more than that if you have the original. Yeah. So I think it's up to like 20,000. The Black Lotus card from Magic the Gathering. Yep. Just like, like a first edition Charizard card from Pokemon. Did not have that. My sister did. I did. Did you? I did. You never played Pokemon cards, did you? Oh, we did. You and I did. It was like one of the few things we did as kids. Threw them all away. Half these episodes are just you go, two going, oh, yeah, we did do that when we were kids. <laughs> I mean, I don't. We were some wild and crazy guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number seven on this list is The Cult. It's not often that Batman finds himself completely helpless. Sure, he's been brutalized and defeated far more often than his reputation suggests, but the true fear doesn't come easily to a man trained by ninjas who spends his nights brooding on gargoyles and fighting demented murder clowns. You would think it would be very difficult to scare him. Rarely has Batman been so helpless. That, uh, rarely has Batman been so helpless than at, than he is at the hands of the sinister cult leader, Deacon Flack Blyer. Jesus, do you are want you me to okay? read? I'm not doing so good do here. You want me to read? No, this is funnier. Okay. Deacon Flackfire. <laughs> Deacon Blackfire. It is you underground. Still can't say no, it. No, right. Blackfire. It's, 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 yeah, you said Flackfire. I said that, three yeah, times. I know. He's got a flakjack. I'm sick. Anyway. Uh. Sick of your bullshit. Kidnapped by Flackfire and brutally brainwashed. You didn't catch that one? I'm just, like, <laughs> just let you go. Just go ahead. Kidnapped by Blackfire and brutally brainwashed to the point where he needs Robin to come and rescue him. The scars remain well after his escape. Sure, he's been captured and beaten to a pulp many times before, but we've rarely seen Batman so mentally defeated also. Of course, the Bat made a full recovery in time, but the story remains as one of the most brutal and chilling ever told. Yeah. I don't know that story. Number nine, six is Mad. Oh, make the Mad Hatter scary. Go <laughs> before I get into this one. He's a deranged man who thinks everybody lives in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, he's already pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. What What did they do recently? Yeah. Um, they used the Mad Hatter thing. Was that actually going on a Tom King's run where they took over Clayface with it and then they used the Clayface? No, to spread that was the, that a was, while back. That was uh, uh, White Knight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was genius, Because that's yeah, how he really controlled nice. everyone, was yep. with a small bit of Clayface yep. in all of them. And they showed, like, what was left of Clayface, and it was ridiculous. Like, it was just a brain or something yeah. like yeah. that. It was literally just the brain with the... Card stuck in it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great idea. That mm. was. So, taking his cues from the Alice in Wonderland character... Tech has been has been a bit player for longer than most, popping up uh, popping up in the odd one shot or a bigger overarching story as a face to punch, see his nightfall appearance between set pieces. Whenever he does get his own major story, though, it's almost always the stuff of nightmares. Take the Dark Knight Mad, which which reintroduces the Hatter to the New Fifty Two in a horrifying style. Hatter is kidnapping Alice's again to create his own Wonderland. As the sad, nasty story of his life plays out in flashbacks. While some of the storytelling is a little more obvious, R.I.P. Yet another love interest for Bruce. <laughs> Author Greg Hurwitz recast the Mad Hatter as a wily, sinister villain who's a far cry from the comical little man in the animated series. I think I remember this one. Yeah, he was like really demented and chopping people up and stuff. Yeah, as you do. Scarecrow, oh, do. make him scary, Andy. It's in his name. Yeah, he's not hard. Now he's no, scarier, I mean, crow. Scarier, crow. <laughs> Number five is Prey. The usual rogues gallery is nowhere to be found in this creepy cinematic follow-up to year one. 
Instead, Batman attempts to fend off the mind games of the demented psychiatrist, Dr. Hugo Strange, who is determined to unmask the vigilante and prove his own superiority. Another Tales of the Dark Knight outing this five-part psychological thriller puts poor Bats through the ringer once more, as Strange scrambles the detective brains and turns his allies against him and sets a samurai sword-wielding psychopath on his tail. Think the mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder, except even more purple. <laughs> For the physical stuff. <laughs> Okay. I'm glad that was clarified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, thank you. I want to know what to do. Uh, Prey is sweaty, lurid, frighteningly violent. Even Batman himself is depicted as a terrifying fake. Whoa, really not doing well today. Even Batman himself is... Ter- is- right, I gonna- got you, bro. <laughs> a little bit away. Get out. I'm fading quick. <laughs> Get out of the splash zone. That's probably a good idea. Where were you? G-Fuel, G-Fuel, G-Fuel. 30% off right now. Uh, I'm right down here. Yeah, nope, you're... All the way over here, but close. Um, <laughs> even the Batman himself is depicted as a terrifying figure. His methods far more brutal than readers might be accustomed to seeing, which leaves us questioning whether the villain of the piece might actually be right in this case. That's what it says. I don't know why. It, says <laughs> it literally says dot, dot, dot. I was right? waiting for in a follow-up. Case, I, was, yeah. I was waiting for the follow-up. Well, until Hugo goes full strange, that is. That sounds like a Dan pun. Yeah, I don't know. This minor who better. wrote this list? Terror, number four. Number four, terror. Number four. Who wrote this list? Anyway. We'll find out at the end. Uh, When it comes to scary Batman stories, that makes sense then. That's why the grammar is terrible. It's no big surprise that the Scarecrow is usually not too far away. Scarier Crow. Scarier Crow is no, not too far No, it's the scariest away. Crow now. In the sequel to Prem, I'm just going to keep going, we see the fear-obsessed criminal terrorizing Gotham City, having teamed with a not-quite-dead Hugo Strange and a reluctant Catwoman. Why is he not quite dead? I mean, that doesn't tell us anything. As Batman <laughs> tracks Crane down to his gothic mansion, because you have to have one, uh, the game is afoot to see who can outscare who in this battle of the night terrors. That seems like it would be a great story. Scarecrow's like, I'm going to scare you. Batman's like, I'm going to scare you more. <laughs> uh, while terror is less gory and lurid than its predecessor, it remains one of the more unsettling Batman stories and a serious contender for the best Scarecrow tale ever told. Scariest crow. Similar ground is covered in the Dark Knight cycle of violence to the extent where these tales are almost interchangeable interchangeable in terms of a fear factor, but when combined with its predecessor, Prey, Terra makes for quite the chilling one-two punch. I have that move in uh, Destiny, the one-two punch, oh, where sure, you can just sure, one-shot sure. people right, with your right. shot. Okay. Number three. <laughs> Faces. Is this the one where they all took each other's faces off and swapped them out, and then the, you know, no, one person was, was Nicolas Cage and one person was John Travolta? That's face off. <laughs> okay, it's a fantastic John Woo movie, just so we're clear. <laughs> face off's amazing. I just said it's a fantastic John Woo <laughs> I know, I was arguing with Dan. Movie. I was waiting for him to dispute you. I didn't even I basically jumped, I jumped ahead of Legends of the Dark Knight and the return of Two-Face. This is all Harvey... Whoever wrote this is not very good with the grammar. This is all Harvey Dent's story, though, written and illustrated by Matt Matt Wagner in beautifully gothic style, part inspired by the classic horror film Freaks. Never seen it. Faces sees Two-Face collecting an army of deformed super soldiers. Nice. Uh, the perpetual stick in the mud Batman is once again left to stop him. What a weird thing to say. Well, about he Batman. is the perpetual yeah. stick oh, in the Jesus. mud. Jesus, Two Face just wants to collect an army of super <laughs> deformed super soldiers. What's the problem, Batman? <laughs> is that like Jason Todd? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Batman was a big deal. <laughs> and the Batman's like, man, I hope the Joker beats you to death. With the <laughs> uh, 
Faces is a simple story told by Wagner who illustrates the action in a fashion not dissimilar to the popular animated series, except with gore and a sympathetic fascination with its freaks. Batman is almost a bit player here, competent, but just vulnerable enough that we fear for his plight at the hands of a rarely more sinister Two-Face. Let me try again. Ready? I'll try again. I'm going to try to pick up where I left. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's awkward. Oh, okay. <laughs> you going to try again? The Batman and the Dracula trilogy. All right. Let's just <laughs> let me just take that back. Speaking spell. <laughs> we got a perpetual stick in the mud over here. Yeah, seriously. Ooh, trying, trying to get his deformed army. Ooh. Okay, hold on. I got this. I got to get through two of them. That's it, right? All right. There All right. We go. The Elseworlds story of Batman and Dracula, Red Rain. We already know this one. Red Rain fights Dracula, becomes a vampire, makes a vampire army, ends up fighting against a bunch more vampires, eventually fights a vampire Joker. Eventually no, has- no, no. The sequel, Joker is trying to put together his own vampire army, <laughs> although he's not a vampire. Oh, I thought Which he was a vampire. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> For the Joker, it makes sense. Though. Sure. But the vampires follow him. That's the part. Well, that they look at him sense. and they go, "What? No one could be that pale without being a vampire." Maybe, maybe <laughs> that's what it is. This also has Selena Kyle as a literal cat woman. It's kind of sexy. God, you freak! <laughs> that's the scariest well, part. Benny is a furry confirmed. That no, I'm true. not. Jeez, we established because I play Final Fantasy 14 and I'm a dragon girl that I'm. He a just loves cats. Yeah, you like cats. So number 10. <laughs> number, the ultimate number one on here. Oh, number one. Oh, this is a twisted story. I This should have been our number one, Andy. Well, it's well, their it number one. Well, ours is what oh, I'm saying. I Arkham see. Asylum Series House on Serious Earth. The ultimate and helpless Batman stories and one in which the Dark Knight is reduced to an uttering, blubbering wimp. Spending most of his time crying and running away, Grant Morrison's Arkham Asylum is arguably the, arguably the scariest Batman story ever told. A bleak, surrealist nightmare in which Batman is depicted as little more than a regular guy, almost as helpless as the other hostages of Arkham. Admittedly, this modern classic isn't much of a Batman story. By anybody's characteristic, the Bat is almost unrecognizable. But it is an excellent horror tale and finds the Joker and his fellow madmen in fine form. Flies are flies are munched, men impaled, a man in a wheelchair is pushed down the stairs, and there's a little girl's head lopped off in the doll's house. Jesus. David McKean's artwork story. puts a serious into the serious house on serious earth, making Arkham Asylum a genuinely terrifying read. A far cry from the judo superheroics of the video games then. If you look at the art on the cover here, mm-hmm. which anyone can Google this and find this real quick, that's the interior art. Oh, wow. Yeah, I could see that really adding some uh, yeah. creepy, a creepy vibe. The whole thing just like creepy paintings, basically, to depict the tale. I mean, it's Joker without a second half of his face. You know, on a completely weird tangent, all of these... You? No. Oh, no. He's going to start going through the ads that are popping up. No, it's not an ad. Not, not a true ad. But the, I, I just find it funny with these clickbait titles, the ones that are like oh. 20 perfectly timed photos that will make you look twice. And the one that they normally show there is like... What would, what about this photo would make me look yeah, twice? Yeah, yeah. This one's just a girl. Like she looks like she's gonna start a run. Just being like, what? See, I'll be honest. I love when those show up on Twitter now because they're because of the Twitter account saved you a click, mm. and people will just tag them and then they post all the pictures without you having to actually. Oh, uh, like. well, what I find mostly annoying about those kinds of things sometimes the concept is like, oh, if you eat this superfood and you click it. And they'll break them up. And there's one of them. I don't oh, know yeah. who does it, but they, they, they'll they take a story like, and I hate, it's so annoying 
because sometimes because sometimes the concept's okay. They're like, this person, this one good deed saved this one person's life, and I'm like, I'm bored. Let me see what it is, and it, and it does like. Here's an example. Let's say Andy saved the saved someone in a rowboat. So they'll be like, so you're welcome. When Andy decided he was going to go out for the day, he had no idea that today was going to be a heroic day for him. Actually, Click. most days are heroic days for me. Click. Andy wakes up in the morning a lot of times thinking that he would do his normal day of getting coffee. And today and was heroic. super heroic for him. Click. When Andy went to get his coffee, he really heroic thought to himself, coffee. I really want to save somebody's life today. <laughs> Click. For lunch, I had a hero thing. <laughs> like it rephrases ah. the same thing three times to make you like keep it. clicking through the same oh, article. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, my God. I They're hate those annoying. ones. Yeah. So, okay. Well. Since we're a little early in our video today, I'm thinking. Free, I was, what do you got? Number. I was gonna say, let's make a really, really creepy slash horror story for someone that's not Batman, where it's not pretty much a normal story for them. Because <laughs> let's be honest, with Batman. Okay, so I got a one. Large for you. number of them are just mm. creepy. The Super Sons are the only survivors in Deceased, and then Damien. No, John turns into a zombie because sure. his father caused it, and he I chases imagine. Damien around until he tears him apart limb from limb. That's not a horror story. <laughs> no, that's, but you can do it creepy. No, story. I would see a way right. to make that even creepier would be more. Lois is still alive. John gets turned. Damien's been saving someone. Comes back, sees John is feasting on his mother's body. Comes in, has to take out John right then and there. And he is now the last person on the planet. Watched his dad get turned and shot by Alfred. Watches his best friend eat his mother. Again, this is and now he is by story. himself. It's just a horrible story. <laughs> what that I was would, a horror story. So the horror portion of mine would be. John gets turned into one of these freaky monsters, and the story is Damien trying to outrun him the whole time. Like, so it's a page. No, I mean, Damien can't outrun John. I mean, that attitude. The entire movie of Brightburn, no one could outrun that kid. The entire movie was a horror movie. I could outrun. I'm basically saying, Brightburn. put John in the in the the kid from Brightburn, and then in the kid's mom who outruns him the whole movie. That's Damien. And come on, it's Damien. He'd survive for a little while. <laughs> Good thing oh, no, I have flash. the bat shotgun. <laughs> I mean, we saw Which is how... loaded uh, with kryptonite salts. <laughs> let's yeah. be honest. We kind of saw how short they last for Superman and Flash. So I'm not sure if Damien would last that long. Hell, Batman got taken out within a couple pages. Yeah, Just Superman saying. and Flash did not survive very long. No. Superman... Oh. No, I mean, they survived four issues. It's pretty good. <laughs> well, the for Flash Tom was Taylor, in a bunker. Yeah, for Tom Taylor book, that's fantastic. <laughs> Most people don't get past two. What I was going to say is, who's your favorite villain of all time that's not a Batman rogues gallery and easily portrays himself as a scary character? A scary villain that What's is your one favorite of my villain that's not a Batman rogues gallery character? And I'm not going to include Carnage because he is such a hot thing right now, but he is my favorite villain. He's also kind of a horror character in general. He, no, he is. The time yeah. they turned... I thought oh, wait, was, we're turning a normal person into a horror? Yeah. Oh, okay, I miss... Okay. Uh, I, I want to say it was Titans Lost... It was New 52. It was that, was the, that was the breakup of Legion of Superheroes. No, it? no, no. They got uh, stuck in the current uh, It was the New 52. It was when the Titans started to remember each other. Oh, God. Oh, and, I know what it's talking about. Music Meister, I think, was the character's name. Oh, wait, again. That was such the a weird villain. villain. But it, they did it really creepily. It was almost like a Stephen King, like the kids remember from, mm -hmm. you know, like the grownups remember from when they were kids and they were yep. terrorized. I thought that was actually a pretty good, like, creepy I liked take that. on that. I saw Titan. Is it Titans Lost? I, I could, it's Titan something. It's... 
It's when they don't know each other. Or is it like the Hunt? Titans the Maybe Hunt? Maybe that's it. Titans and then Hunt. they start to realize that, wait, we knew each other? Is that the one where they touch? if they touch each other, they get memory shocks? Sort of. Yeah, that's, that was, that's yeah, Titan yeah. Hunt. And then, okay. they, and then yeah. they, they basically did that, reformed the Titans, then Rebirth hit, and they were like, ah, let's do it again, but no, with Wally. We're doing yeah. it again, but not nearly as good. Well, you're gonna yeah. do, they're all going to still kind of know each other, but the memories are going to be shoddy, and Wally's going to Oh, wait, there all. was a second one? I was thinking that one. No, I didn't no. realize that happened before. There, there's a first time where Dick Grayson meets up with like it is uh, Titans Hunt, yeah. Narc, it is Narc, uh, Donna Troy, Donna Troy, oh, yeah. Arsenal. Wait, that wasn't one full. Oh no, yeah. so I thought they, that was one in so time that they, led into when when Wally actually. Well, came so out. what yeah. ended up happening was that was supposed to be the revival of the Titans, but they announced a Rebirth right That's in the right. middle of it because Titan Hunt was they formed it, and then the Rebirth was Wally. Making them right. Remember. So what? That's so basically, right. what they did was they That's used Titan right. Hunt to be like, "Oh, we all don't remember each other." And then Rebirth was announced like right in the middle of that. So they were like, "Just right. link it into Rebirth." So they all still were missing some but memories. And then that Wally was, brought them back. I thought that was a really good like. It was horror-ish because to me that was a very much like a Stephen King thing where the adults are like, "Oh my God, we fought this evil when we were kids and forgot." Right. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yeah. Um, Abracadabra is the one that did the Wally one. Yes. And that's a character that kind of took a, yes. a twisted evil turn. Yeah. That one. Some yeah. goofy magician that went went like went normal and he's like, "You're right. stuck in time." I don't know where I got this power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do oh, from the nice. editors. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say Toy Man is also can be very creepy. Oh yeah, but they turned him into such Man. a joke now though. Like he'll well, be in like a giant Gundam and Superman's like, "Why do you keep coming to Metropolis with this?" <laughs> and where do you keep getting giant Gundams? <laughs> what was the latest? Nobody noticed you building they, these. Things. They have one of him. It's in the, in Russia though. And like every time Superman shows up, he's like, "Ha! Son of a! Oh my god! How many <laughs> are there in here?" <laughs> What do they call this guy? The nesting dog. <laughs> there, there was a recent one where Toyman went to a different city and Superman happened to be coming through. I remember the issue. He's yes, like, he's like whining about it. He's like, about. you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Was I know it Central that City with the Flash maybe? It was something where he was like, what the hell? You were supposed to be back there. I <laughs> thought I had a chance for once. Damn it. <laughs> That happens a lot of times with the Flash. I love the Flash's rogues where they'll be like across the world. How are you here, Flash? Fastest man alive. Yeah. In the name. <laughs> Literally can run everywhere. <laughs> the moment I hear you're over here, why would I not be here? Yeah. Like, uh, I was at Court of Maltese. I like to go there with the rogues. And they're always like, what are you doing here, Flash? Yeah. He's like, you guys come here like every other week. Yeah. Just I literally check really three fast. places. Yeah, yeah, it takes yeah, me yeah. five seconds, guys. <laughs> Stupid. It's just on my laps, you know? Stupid. (laughs) I was out for my morning jog and I was like, what is going on over here? So it was in Man of Steel. Tevye would know that one. Of course. He was was in Coast City. (laughs) What's he doing in Coast City? Hal Jordan's off planet doing whatever Hal Jordan's doing now. I mean, with Grand Morrison. Grand Morrison. (laughs) Do you know they ended that book? It got to 12 issues. It's ended. It's now a Dark Stars book. That's going to go six issues and then it's Hal Jordan again. Okay. Well, there you go. Oh, hopefully it'll get good. Nope. Same team. Oh. So if you didn't like it already, it's not getting any better. Son of a bitch. So. So I've said like two. You guys haven't said any. I do. Um, well, I've I said Abercrombie. Oh, right, I've been trying to think of some that I could turn really, really creepy, and they're getting sure. pretty dark. Um, <laughs> but one of them, I, I did too. I turned John evil too. One of them mm-hmm. was actually uh, another Batman villain, but it was Kite Man, and he just killed people and turned them into literal kites. <laughs> 
What is with you guys um, and people killing other people and sewing them into because things? Because it's creepy. I'm not coming up with creepy stuff. That's true. It is pretty creepy. I mean, you're not going to go outside oh, and go, this man, that guy sewed a bunch of people together. It's a Tuesday. This quilt is so warm. What's it made out of? Funny story. And do me a favor. Yeah, Anybody who's watching story. this on YouTube, go to the comments. and uh, Is there something Your wrong with family. these two? <laughs> Is there something wrong with them? <laughs> it's so creepy. Right? Yeah. Uh, see, I've, I've, I've always been good at coming up with horror and creepy okay, stories. Okay, turn Alfred creepy. I'll take that one from the chat. Turn Alfred yeah. creepy without having him cut people Alfred up and sew people together. Alfred like actually killed the Waynes so that he could get the, uh, the fortune. Okay. Okay. When Bruce starts becoming Batman, he was like, oh, this will be easy. I'll just wait till he dies from jumping <laughs> off a rooftop or something like that. And uh, Alfred is behind all of Batman's major villains. Ooh. Okay. Well, that's kind of, that plot kind of exists, but I like, I like your take on it where he's... I feel like if it make was... Make Honey Badger creepy. Like the animal? Uh, <laughs> just pitch it off. Attack <laughs> you. In my opinion, though, if if Alfred was a creepy or horror like character, he would be the kind that you would never know or would never show it in front of people. He, he would manipulated always, everything. He would always yeah, 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 be yeah. the behind the scenes kind of like the panel of walking away with the creepy smile kind of person, mm. and would either be like poisoning people with the tea because he's always giving people tea, and they it's even true. show he gives Superman tea without him realizing that he even got it. Mm. What if Alfred's the third Joker? I was actually thinking about <laughs> that, the third, the three Jokers thing, and I was like, well, there's the movie Joker, there's sure. the main Joker, and there's Batman Who Laughs Joker. There's no, your here's my jokers. question. We'll we, wind down this episode, but someone tweeted me about this the other day. Yeah. Do we ever think, uh, honest question, do we ever think we're legit going to get the three Joker nope. storyline at this point? I um, honestly don't. <laughs> I think we will, and it'll be a creepy story where they cut the Joker into three pieces, and it becomes three mini Jokers. That would, well, be, that would be scary. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're all Jokerlings. Chucky. I'm still waiting for Batman Earth One Volume Three. <laughs> they're so they're going to be called the Gigglers, and they're just <laughs> running around. Wow, you're really making that creepy mini Jokers attacking. That, imagine that, is, that, just in the middle of the city. You want to make it really scary? You want to make it really scary? Oh my god! Harley gets them all and wants to raise them as her triplets. Parenthood. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Parenthood is terrifying. <laughs> and what does she dress them in? Quilts made of people. <laughs> Joker Whoa. costumes made of people. Joker costumes. Okay. Yeah, you guys are... Uh, you went somewhere with this. Um, we did. <laughs> we did go somewhere. And uh, who sponsored this episode? And I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to regret gonna it. We're not going to say right now. I'm pretty sure they're going to regret it. But they can imply. If you, if you want to stop your urges of killing people and skinning them and sewing them together, G feel is a great way to get rid of that. I don't know if I would. Or a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. Or a therapist. I don't know if I would. Or any mental professional. They might not be cool with that. No, no, no. G feel will make you not psycho. And you can use our code COMICS at checkout for 30% off right now. And those savings are crazy. <laughs> huh? I liked it. Thank you. I liked it. I like Andy's. Like I don't know if they want all that on yeah, G Fuel. I, I don't know if I put that on G Fuel. <laughs> we may lose that sponsorship. Yeah, then I might not be cool with that. <laughs> They're like, why did you tell people we sold sold uh, G Fuel boxes made out of people sewed together? Dan, what is soy like green? It's people. <laughs> it's half the population we couldn't feed, but okay, it tastes and good. we turned. Into feed. As we're closing, as I was, I just Genius. has anyone. There's a, there is an actual food product called Soylent. 
Yes. yes. Why would they name it that after the Soylent Green? Oh, I don't know. But my favorite line from Futurama with the Soylent Green is they're like, here, have some Soylent soda. How does it taste? Oh, it varies from person to person. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, yeah. Uh, I don't know why they named it, but there's uh, an actual food product called Soylent. I'm like, why would you name it that? I don't care if it has soy in it. And uh, I bet it's people that are going, I wonder if, I wonder if it's people. I wonder if it's Do you people. want to try people? I'll try people if you try people. Oh, so you, you know what that people? makes me think of? Will you watching, share a person? I was watching, if I get one for the table, will you share it with me? I was playing Destiny the other day and I was watching an episode of Crazy Obsessions and there's this person who's obsessed with trying to get body modification to make themselves look like an elf. And the episode took a weird turn when he said he's trying to get two ribs removed so that he can look taller and lankier like an elf, and but then he wants to eat them to see how he tastes. That's pretty weird. And on that note, this has been Comics Experiment. <laughs> I'm weird. not even joking. That's I'm watching weird. this thing and I'm like, why? What? And he's laughing. He's like, ah, oh, I think I taste good and I want to find out. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, if I was given the option, maybe, but uh, I'm just kidding. I could eat my own foot. I mean, it's not cannibalism if it's yourself. Uh, yeah. Is it Andy? Yes. On that note, this oh, is Andrew, Comics Experiment. Know? Let us know in the comments down below if that would be considered cannibalism. We've, we've officially weirded out Gary. <laughs> This Gary's is like a weird, weird episode. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Dude. This is a little more off the cuff, a little more weirder. This kind of happens when we're feeling a little under the weather. But it, we. uh, thank you for everyone listening to this on Spotify, on iTunes. Give us some great reviews if you did enjoy this episode. Uh, if you want more off the cuff episodes, let us know in the comments down below. If you're like, hey, if you're not feeling well, don't do that. Also, let us know in the comments <laughs> down below. <laughs> And don't forget, you can get 30% off your G Fuel if you go to the checkout and type in the code COMICS right now. You can get that. The sale's going on. And if you happen to see this episode after that sale, it's still 10% off on the regular. Get yourself some G Fuel. We do drink it in the office quite a bit. Thank you so much for your support. And we'll see you next time right here at Comics Dorian. No, what's the name of the show, Andy? Comics Experiment? Yeah. Ah. Well, you would have said Andy, at the. You get the bonus. See you guys would, next time. If, if it was Comics Experiment, you'd go at the Comics Experiment, not at Comics Experiment. That sounds weird.